0: This is r Data Analytics Podcast with Matthew Bernath, where we look at the insightful role that data analytics plays for decision makers. Welcome to the Data Analytics Podcast. My name is Matthew Bernath. I'm the head of data analytics at Rand Merchant Bank. And joining me today is Emery Brown. Emery is the head of the banking division and investment bank at r Hi Emery and thanks very much for joining us today.
1: Hi Matthew and thanks for having me.
0: Emery, investment banking is traditionally seen as a high-touch industry, with dealmakers working hand-in-hand with clients and offering them a range of different services, from advice to funding. What role does data analytics play in investment banking?
1: Matthew, in investment banking we always focus on how do we become clients' trusted advisors. And the approach at RMB is that we look at how can we offer our clients a differentiated perspective on their business, and I believe that data analytics can play a significant role in this. Um, So how we see the use of data analytics is that we see it as an opportunity to engage with our clients, and engagement with our clients is valuable. So we look at business use cases that we can take to them to provide them an insight into their business, their clients, their industry. And through these discussions, normally there are then more business cases identified that we can go away and, and do more work for them. So um, what we now want to do in the investment bank is to appoint a head of data analytics and it will actually span the gro- broader banking division so that we can bring the set together in a team, create a center of excellence and then embed that into the different BUs so that we can actually start identifying more use cases for the business and for our clients.
0: That's really interesting, Emery, because I think to date, a lot of people view data analytics being very much you know, used in, in the back office functions, such as finance, you know, to prove efficiencies or to even aid credit decisions. Is that still the trend? Because it sounds like from what you're saying, it's very much moving to a front office type function as well.
1: Yes, Matthew, that's indeed where we started to use data analytics is more in the um, support or enablement areas to look at the efficiencies. Um, We started to develop a forecasting tool to assist our finance teams. And in the credit space, we've just started to touch on it. I think there's a lot more that we can do. I mean, with the onset on COVID, we really needed to reassess how we look at credit, where in the past we used to look at historical financials to try and predict the future. But now we need much more real time information and that's where data analytics can play a critical role. But even further, it moves into our financial resource management and our active portfolio management areas where the data of our book and even the the industries that we have exposure to is critical as to how do we need to position our balance sheet going forward. And then absolutely, lastly, as I mentioned earlier in the front office, wanted to embed it into the team to really make it a differentiator for our business.
0: So Emery, that's really interesting. So what you're saying is that data analytics is going to be positioned in these client-facing areas. And if that's the case, how is it being taken to clients?
1: So Matthew, we want to use data analytics to engage with our clients so that they can understand their business, their clients, and their industries better. But through this engagement, let me be honest, we also want to unlock business for ourselves. So we want to use the data analytics to our clients that We have a strategic relationship with, and at the end of the day, to make sure that it is a win-win situation for all.
0: And and I think it will be. I think that there's lots of opportunities to use data analytics, both internally and for our clients as well. Emily, my final question to you is this, and it's a bit of a sensitive topic in the data analytics industry. You know, it's been reported that only 15 to 20% of professionals in data science roles are women. How can this be addressed going forward, and how can we as a bank potentially help to address this going forward?
1: So Matthew, interestingly, investment banking has been facing the same challenge for many years. So when I started investment banking many years ago, I was actually the first female in a client-facing team. But things have changed. However, what it requires is focus. You need a plan, and you need to execute. We've gained great success in the investment bank, where in our management team, it now consists 40% of females, and four of the 10 roles lead profit-generating businesses. So a couple of things that I would mention that we did in the investment bank and even in the broader RMB. So you need to start at grassroots level. You need to engage at schools and at universities, go and see the students and talk to them about what it means to be a woman in this industry, so that they can understand that it can be a role with positive impact, where you can contribute to much more meaningful business. Um, So those engagements are important. Then we also need to look at our hiring processes. Be very cautious of the biases. Make sure that we give women and men equal opportunities to get these roles. The third point is you need role models. Now that's not so easy to achieve. And we need to think carefully about how we can change that to make sure that you get women into leadership positions in data science. Because as the saying goes, if I can see her, I can be her. The last two aspects is really to create a community where women can engage with other women, be it in data science or in the broader um, RMB. And then lastly, sponsorship and mentoring. People want someone to be there that they can go to and discuss the challenges they face in their role, someone that has their back, and someone that pulls them out of the shade and gives them the opportunity to show others how good they are in their chosen expertise, in this case, which would be data science.
0: Emery, I think you've spoken about so many things there that we as a bank actually do. And I think it's so important, you said, starting at a grassroots level, so by going into schools and, and, you know, really focusing on the STEM disciplines. But then you can't stop there by actually following through when it comes to hiring policies. And you spoke about bias. And as data scientists, it's something that we're so aware of, bias and training data, which can affect models. And certainly we, our eyes have been opened into bias in hiring data as well so i think it's something that data science is certainly acutely aware of and i think it's something that rmb does exceptionally well and something that we do even as you said in the community by building up our data science community and empowering everybody in the data science community, whether they're young or old, new to data science or experienced professionals, women or men, and really getting them to engage and speak and taking up key positions in the community. So it's certainly something I think that r is doing and something that we can actually be proud of as an organization. Emery, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Thank you for listening to r Data Analytics with Matthew Bernath podcast. Subscribe now for more episodes.